0: Hi, my name is Rob Sweeney. I'm the author of You're Not Just a Diagnosis Using Trauma-Informed Techniques to Create Your Best Life. And I'm talking today with Cooper J. He is the producer, director, and um, writer of a movie trio, starting with Nameless World. Then the one that's coming out next is Even Monsters Sleep. And we look who Hello! it is.
1: Oh, Long time no see, guys. What's up? <laughs>
0: Oh, not much, not much.
2: Just hanging here with my man, Rob.
1: Hi, How you Rob. doing, guys?
2: Hello, Anna. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. And Andrew Aardvark, big-ass actor. Yes. How, are you, how are you doing, Andrew?
2: <laughs> we can't hear you, Andrew.
0: Can you all I hear me? I don't him? have any sound. I don't have any sound, Andrew. Andrew decided to broadcast from a different a- a- place secretly in the back of her head and it's going that is the best sound he's ever had <laughs> that is so cool
1: his voice is terrifying i let me tell you
0: <laughs> i can imagine i've seen the previews for the movies you guys did together
1: i, got the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always knew you could do it <laughs>
3: Be a
0: star. I
2: can smell it. Wow. That's all you get.
0: Mm-hmm. And and obviously the first question I have for you, Anna, are is have you gotten over the nightmares? Is the therapy going well?
1: Therapy is going great. I've never been better. And it's been like a year actually, like almost officially, since we rapped. And I've been in therapy ever since, and I'm good. Good for you. <laughs>
0: good for you <laughs> i andrew how are you, how you how doing i know i we can hear you now i think
3: yeah he wants me to tilt the camera down i want think he wants to see my junk teddy
0: well right. <laughs> <laughs> everyone ever, argues ever. with the guy on the other side of the camera so you, oh, you well, look at that? well, that's all yours man whatever
3: I argue with him all the time, but everyone <laughs> wants to see the the Aardvark's junk, and we all know that's true. <laughs> I want to see that Christmas tree too. So,
1: oh my God, I love it! You have your Christmas tree up.
3: <laughs> yeah, it'll
2: never come down in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I met Andrew like four years ago, and it was still in his house up. And like, it's been middle. up for six,
3: six years. Yeah,
2: you so just like
1: relocate the ornaments. Huh? You just like switch around the ornaments.
3: Now Don't even do that. Right.
0: So it's, it's been Christmas for six years at your house.
3: Yeah, it's been kind of a smelly little Christmas. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> start to reek a bit, but it gives me the horror mentality, Rob, that so I then, need to, to do Cooper, Mr. Nasty's shows. So.
0: <laughs> you should have been on earlier. I had to ask him, what is wrong with you that you make movies like this? It's true. That's a very good question how well, did you
1: answer he was, that he
0: smiled he smiled he his, smiled his answer was basically yeah that's the kind of thing I do yeah so. <laughs> I get a lot of responses from that from people with that question in therapy too it's like yeah. what is wrong with you and they all kind of smile and go yeah I was, uh, that's why I'm, I'm here a movie. it'll feel good yeah well okay I'll go with that <laughs> So, Anna, um, I I have to admit, I looked you up on the Internet Uh oh. and you were were listed in IMDb. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And according to that, you're actually working. What kind of stuff are you doing now?
1: So uh, I did about five films last year. Um, One of them was a feature film and four of them were short films. One of them was a short film slash music video. And uh, one of the films is turning into a feature film. I'm co-writing it now. Um, And I I think what you might have seen on IMDb was a series I did called Mismanage. And uh, that is in the festival circuit right now. And it's actually going to be on a a TV uh, network. Uh, though though the name escapes me now which is probably for the best but i don't think i'm allowed to talk about that yet sorry. um <laughs> but um you the other thing you probably saw was something i did uh, about five years back which was uh a short film that was completely sung it was like a musical film yes. so that but that was a long time ago but yeah, yeah. but re- more recently i've been doing just straight film no singing well Aside from this one that I just did with Josh, I sing in that one. <laughs> so never mind. Erase the race.
0: For stuff,
1: it's been fun.
0: <laughs> now, that brings up another question. You, you did the song with, with Josh for this one. And I saw an interview that you had done with Andrew um, on, an, on another internet-based channel. I, I'm not allowed to talk. About. Anyway, um, you mentioned that uh, you studied classical voice. Yes,
1: I did.
0: Yes. So what was your ambition when you went to school? Like, were you going to sing opera or, you know, travel the world doing folk songs or what What did you have in mind?
1: Oh my gosh. You have, Oh my gosh. That's, that's me. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> um, not this, oh. not what you're seeing on screen. Honestly. Um, Gosh, when I went to school, I I can only tell you this. I grew up watching like American Idol and things like that. And I knew I like I thought I wanted to be like a pop star and a singer. And like, I actually originally went to school for commercial voice, which is like studying top 40 genres. So pop, rock, R&B, country, jazz. um, And then I quickly switched to classical. Um, I was kind of uh, referred in that direction. Um, and it was not my favorite thing, but I, I went along with it because I thought I was getting the training that I needed in order to really, like, have a music career. And okay. you, and uh, I did not expect myself to be a classically trained singer or an opera singer by any stretch, but I ended up doing that for a, a little bit. And uh, then musical theater kind of naturally followed after, and then pandemic hit no life theater, no opera, nothing. So I was yeah. like, well, let's try TV and film. And now here I am.
0: There you go. Nice.
1: I was kind of open, so I feel like, you know, life just took me where I was meant to be.
0: I can see that, okay. Now, also, I learned from looking at you in IMDb and the internet that you were a top girl on a competitive cheer squad. <laughs> and and from what little i know of competitive cheer squads the top girl is one of the smaller young ladies one of the more athletic young ladies one of the more talented young ladies and utterly fearless because they throw her around like a sack of wheat
1: yeah that's about right
0: that's about right yeah Uh, so uh, when you started doing films with cooper doing these these horror films Films with Cooper. Did you have to tap into that to kind of do these really intense scenes, or was it just easy? Because you know what, they threw me around like a sack a week. I I can lay here and pretend that you're eating me like a (laughs) piece of hamburger.
1: Yeah, you kind of have to just like black out a little bit and be like, and like. (laughs) <laughs> and just let let your body like just trust your body and that it's gonna do what you need it to do for the moment <laughs> and trust okay. that the people around you that you're working with are going to catch you um so kind of if uh in transferring that to the film with josh i kind of just you know especially in some of the scenes where i had to be a little bit more demonic i was just kind of i was really tapping into just like and i was like throwing my body around and i was just kind of trusting that josh was getting it all on camera (laughs) and that i thought wasn't hurting andrew too much
0: (laughs) andrew did you did you suffer a lot of pain in those scenes it was glorious it was glorious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) no you were like anna you are hurting me i'm like sorry
3: (laughs) and that was a real garbage bag over your head that was i was hoping she finished the deal i really was so we and josh was like well, if she kills him, that'll make a great film. <laughs> so.
0: that, that's a whole different kind of film that has a different market altogether. Yeah, yeah. Now, Andrew, what what was your background? How did I know you're a comedian? And I know you've yeah. been doing podcasting, and you've actually been in the business, you know, in the in the business for a, a while now. What what was your past? What what was your background before you got into acting and comedy and all yeah. that?
3: running from the police, I guess. It was a pretty check and <laughs> pass road. <from>.
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. That would explain the, the choices you've made in some of the films, right? It's yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like going home.
3: It's like going uh, home.
0: Yeah. Now did you study acting and, and film?
3: I studied acting 30 years ago and my teacher said I kind of sucked that I should get For into sure? stand up comedy, which I did. So wow. damn and Yeah. I, then I got into acting somehow. So I don't know how the hell that happened.
0: Well, you know, given the film that you were doing just now, it's, uh, it, the impression I get, it was just sort of something fun for you to do, right? No, it wasn't fun. (laughs) Are you
3: crazy? Oh shit. That was an emotional friggin' Wow. I was having bad dreams. I don't know if Anna was, but I was actually having bad dreams. a few days after the shit. So yeah.
0: Now, are, Andrew, are you, are you normally, do you like horror films normally? Like, is that the kind of film that you would normally look for to, to watch?
3: As a kid, I used to, I got into a fist fight with my cousin because of a horror film. He wanted to watch the Yankee game, and I wanted to watch something called Creature Features. Now I'm dating myself from years ago.
0: I remember so, the but, Creature Features.
3: Yeah, I punched him in the nose. I won, and we watched Creature <laughs> Features. But then I started getting really scared of them and getting weird. So Yeah. So now you now you've acted in a
0: couple and you're yeah. having nightmares.
3: I just had a few nights. Yeah, I did have a few few scary so, dreams uh yeah.
0: yeah. And did because you you devote ahead, your, you
3: devote yourself, your energy, your emotion into these films? You know, mm-hmm. acting doesn't mean you're pretending. Acting yeah. actually means you're taking a piece of your insides that match the role you're playing and the element of the script, what is going on.
0: Exactly. It's
3: not pretending at all, let me tell you. So you, you're you going to be
0: affected in ways. Okay. Yeah. And one of the things when I was talking to Josh, we pointed out was in the first one, in the nameless world, um, the impression I got was that you felt you, your character felt that this young lady was actually causing you to have nightmares about being a monster. Yeah. And that she was having nightmares of being a victim and that it was kind of her fault that you were acting like a monster. Did you uh-huh. like when you went home, did you feel like they've made a monster out of me?
3: Yeah. I, immediately when I got home, I punched my wife in the mouth. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even married. <laughs> I'm not even married, but I I did I did kick the dog, so there was that.
0: I I guess that you were not married by the fact that Christmas tree hasn't been taken down in six years. That's, no, I don't. I don't I'm know married. any wives that would have put up with that. Yeah, not many. Yeah, not
2: many. Not many. I do um try to in the second film give each each of the characters like a a chance at being the monster and getting back, and I hope that in some way. Like there's a very traumatic scene with Anna, um, after Papa Cherry inflicts pain on her. Um, and there's another scene where she hopefully can take that trauma and put it into a violent act of revenge, um, and hopefully release that demon, um, and that pain inside her. Um, so I, and then Papa Cherry may be the victim for that scene. So, um. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so there's
0: a bit of turnaround.
1: there's so many layers,
0: yeah, yeah that was one of the um the things that Josh was saying earlier was that was his goal was to make these very layered structures in in the film and in both of the films that there was more to it than you just get in a single watch, right. so it's something you can come back to more than once did that? And when, when you went through the first, the trauma of being as a character going through the trauma of being abused and then the vengeance, did it feel just as bad to be vengeful as it was to be a victim? Like that it hit oh. you just as hard.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I definitely feel like it hit just as hard. And even Josh, um, whenever, cause we, we had the, the, the trauma scene first, we shot that first. And then mm-hmm. the, reven- the revenge scene last or second, it wasn't last, okay. but it was next. And okay. I remember Josh's note was even, I want you to take that pain that you felt when we shot that other scene and I want you to put it in this moment. And I remember that. And it was like, that was so powerful. I really did feel like I was channeling the moment of, of shooting that other scene of the trauma that I experienced in that other scene, in the scene where I got revenge. And it felt very much like the same pain was coming out whether it was being inflicted on me or that I was inflicting on someone else. It came from the same place.
0: Okay. And Josh, did you feel like there was some of your personal experience going through this? Like you were seeing something vindicated or, or renewed, you know, expressed from your past.
2: Um, I wouldn't say my past, but I feel like I do empathize very strongly with people. And like, when I did read those articles of like Harvey Weinstein, just like, raping women for decades. Like there's, that's probably so many women, so many lost names that like, I really did feel for them. Um, and I didn't have to feel for them as deeply as Anna or Delilah did when she got into character. Um, but she really ran, ran with that and maybe ask her that same question. I'm not sure. But, um, for me, it was really just feeling for, for other people.
0: Yeah. Anna, did it get personal for you? I mean, I know you're being an actress and you're being aware of the camera and the lights and there's other people in the room, but they become personal for you when you were doing the event.
1: It did a bit. And at the same time, because of, because it was personal, there's a bit mm-hmm. of a dissociation that comes with that. So mm-hmm. it was, it was personal. And, and also it was, it felt like I was detached from it at the same time, but I think that detachment was because it was personal, and even the detachment was personal because that is what happens in moments like that. Is you, and that's how you emotionally survive moments like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and thankfully, Josh, Josh is like a, uh, uh, like he he deserves a medal for for how well he treated me for this whole project because he let me ha- bring a friend um, during during those scenes, and so you know I I was able to lean on somebody emotionally. Um, and that was, I mean, that really, really helped. So
2: yeah, I'm sure it did. And one crazy things to that real quick is uh, the friend that she brought after seeing their chemistry. I realized it was so natural and beautiful that that's her friend in the film is actually started as her friend in okay. the real
0: real world on set helping her. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And and I did see that in the previews that we saw. There was a chemistry between the two of them. They acted like they were, they had been friends a long time. So that was great. Good that you could take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, how did you feel like at, personally, like you're the person behind the mask. You're, you're acting like this monster and abusing this girl. You're the monster who's being revenged upon, but it's not, you're, that's not who you are. How did you deal with that dissociation? How did you deal with that kind of feeling where you're going through this? When I was the victim? Yeah, when, when you're doing this movie, right? Anna's yeah. a friend of yours, right? Well, off, yeah, off we'll screen, see about that. Screen, uh. <laughs> Wait till after the
1: third movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. But she she's she's a friend of yours off screen. On screen, you're first of all, you're you're doing terrible things to her. Then there's a vengeance, she's doing terrible things to you. We had this whole film that's put together so you can't tell if it's real or hallucination, imaginary dream. That's what we're seeing on film. How did you like dissociate yourself or connect yourself to that experience as, as you rather than as the character?
3: Well, this is when we get into the uh, pretend part of of the Hollywood game. (laughs) Anna knows I don't want to stab her in the throat or rape her. She probably knows that in real life. (laughs) So, I think Anna like actually
0: qualified that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I think
3: she's a smart enough woman that she would know. Probably, you know,
2: not. You know? So, so
0: that's, I, that's, I actually that's think true. Anna was
2: more yeah. rough with Andrew than Andrew was. She was with great. Andy. She was fucking great. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> His she's little side great. comments explain a lot about why he's into horror movies. We we can see that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Andrew, yeah. how's your therapy going? It's, it's going pretty good. I'm glad it? you asked, bro. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's,
3: yeah. We're gonna take ne- this week off though to rest a little. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's been getting intense recently.
3: Yeah, it's really been. It's been crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I'm wow, that's that's what we needed is more puns. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, just from a business point of view, where did you find these guys? Did you just, did you put a poster? Uh, up on the wall Andrew,
2: or? for that uh, Christmas trailer I mentioned earlier, I just put out. Claws. <laughs> Am I good now?
1: Yeah, you're good.
2: There you go. Uh, casting call out to the depths of the internet, uh, looking for someone creepy. And Andrew emailed me saying, some people think I'm creepy. With the face, uh, with his face, <laughs> and I was like, immediately knew this man was the real deal. There you go, there you go. And we we Anna, went how- to the coffee shop, and uh, the rest was history. Anna, how'd you get roped
0: into this?
1: Uh, I I met Andrew at some, one of the many auditions. I think it was just like you know another something, and we just kind of got to chatting. It was kind of like a small talk situation, and you know clicked and he re- referred me to josh and
0: okay
1: here we are cool
3: yeah so she was actually hitting on me at that last <laughs> <laughs> audition because i'm so i'm so hot so
1: Andrew, we well, agreed obviously not to mention that, part. that I'm, sorry, friendship contract.
2: I'm, I'm sorry i'm <laughs> sorry and i was really only looking for a date on the internet not some actor.
0: <laughs> You know, I can see the chemistry between you two guys. And obviously Andrew, it's, you know, I'm overwhelmed. So I can see how Anna would be. So, <laughs> you know, it's clear. It's obvious. Yeah.
1: He, he just has a way.
0: <laughs> he does. He had, he, it's that animal magnetism. That's it, I can, yeah. That, that's why he has to keep leaning away from the camera because I keep getting closer.
1: I do too. I'm that's like,
0: oh, It draws, yeah. me, it draws yeah. me in. That's what it yeah. is. Animal yeah. magnetism and length of rope. And, uh, A nice uh, wad of duct tape. I got it. (laughs) All all you need is a beer to make it a perfect night. Yeah. 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 It'll be perfect. (laughs) Now, you guys, my understanding is that Josh is going to be doing a third film in this series. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, (laughs) 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 see see the eyes in Anna's face? Like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) After what I did to him, there's another one.
1: how i'm ready i'm ready to hear hear about this
0: well my question was if you guys had some influence on it what would you want him to put into that third story how would you want him to expand out on what what papa cherry is, has done or or been through or what we've experienced watching him? anna what do you think
1: I thought this was a question for Josh. Um I didn't I No, it's for the two it was for the two of you. I
0: was kinda of hoping he would listen. I'd love to hear yours. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to hear oh. what the two of you had. Yeah, what would you want him to put into the next film? Oh. After what you after what you had been through with Papa Cherry in this in this one, what do you want to see in the next one?
1: So Papa Cherry's the, the he's the through line, right?
0: Right. Oh, Ideally. Yeah. I mean, unless Andrew comes up and says, Yeah, I want him to be gone because I'm tired of this.
1: Maybe Papa Jerry confronts the devil, like really, like, like Hades himself. But Hades, maybe Hades ends up being a woman.
3: That'd be so (laughs) hot. That'd be hot. That'd be so hot. Yeah.
1: And, and, and maybe, maybe there's a whole like power struggle because Papa Jerry is like, he's king of the of our world, the king of the underworld of our world. But now he's in the okay. real underworld and he's dealing with the devil. And now there's this huge power struggle and they got to duke it out to see who's going to be the real monster.
2: Holy
3: wow. shit, that's pretty
2: freaking good.
1: And Delilah, Delilah as actually one of his little like minions be like, okay, now you're here. I'm going to take you to the boss.
2: Wow. And Holy then, shit.
1: and I'm just, I'm just a minion. I'm not like a, a main character or anything. I'm just like facilitating the the battle after that.
0: So you're just, you're, you are kind of stand to the side, let them take, duke it out. So you're, <laughs> you're not going to get into the middle of this anymore. You've had enough of the trauma. You've had enough of this. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to watch. This will be great. No, that, yeah, i just that, like wringing okay. my hands
1: in the background like.
0: <laughs> That's such a shame. I, I
3: wanted to see if you uh, you would hold a knife to my throat again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: I, maybe she just, Hades will ask for help. I'll, I'll gladly assist.
0: She just said <laughs> that you're supposed to go to hell. I don't know how much more you need a knife to your throat than that. That was pretty harsh. <laughs> Andrew, is there anything you'd want to see in the next film that, that you'd really like to see as an element that he puts in?
3: Yeah, Papa Jerry gets a pension. Yeah, he's yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> in a wheelchair.
3: I know what I'm gonna get you. Ow!
2: So I, I haven't really thought of it, but the one idea in my head is uh, <laughs> Delilah's pregnant.
1: Ooh. Oh!
2: Nice. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah. Oh. Nice. We
3: forgot that angle.
1: Mm. You are yeah. twisted. Jeez, no Josh, gosh. what is wrong with you? That's yes. rude.
2: Yeah, yeah, so you two would not be uh, done with
0: each other quite yet, <laughs> right.
1: And oh, that oh, opens oh, up a whole other can yeah. of worms, too. Oh, my
0: gosh, yeah. There's a lot more to deal with that. Oh, man. Okay. There's still not a
2: long way to go, but...
1: Mm-hmm. My mind just blew.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go you. While your mind is blown thinking about how horrible that would be to go through... <laughs> it- <laughs> You were saying earlier, you were saying earlier, Anna, that there's there's kind of an element of dissociation that an actor has to do, right? Mm -hmm. They have to remember their lines and they have to say their lines like it's them. They have to remember their blocking, and they have to move like it's natural. So that's Mm -hmm. a natural dissociation you sort of train yourself into. But you were talking about how that's a survival technique for trauma. Mm -hmm. What else did you have to do to sort of survive the trauma of having gone through this? Because this. This harkened back to real experiences for you, right? This was, you brought out real pain, whether it was traumatic or not. There was pain in the, that you were demonstrating in the movie. You brought yeah. some of that from your past. So what did you do to help kind of survive after you got off set? Like go cry in a oh, corner God. with your friend or, you know, knock down that bottle of beer that Andrew's been hiding or?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, no, not... Uh, man, even you just, you asking that, like my, my body like gets really warm and like, I feel like kind of a, like something's grabbing my heart and like kind of holding it. It's just even just being asked can, wow. and, and like thinking about it can be, mm-hmm. um, really hard to qualify. Um,
0: do you want to take a minute and do some four square breathing and I'll ask Andrew the same question.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, actually,
0: it'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. Andrew, what, you, having gone through that, like you were saying, that there's that pretend part of acting, but there's also that personal experience. How did you sort of diffuse after you got off the set? Like you said, you had nightmares. What? How did you do, deal with what that? personal experience are we talking about, Rob? <laughs> you know nothing <laughs> about me. What, what, I, what I know is that you were on film. It looked like you were both abusing and being abused in the course of two very intense films yeah and you told me that as an actor you bring up experience from the past to show that pain and show that experience so i'm not asking what you went through as a kid i don't want to know about you know how horrible your dad was after (laughs) (laughs) what what i want to know is when you Fuck were done filming life. that day, you you had to go home and like be a person at the end of the film. Yeah. So how did you deal with how did you deal with those experiences at the end of the day?
3: To just I told a person you. And... I told you I take it out on others. The pain I'm feeling. <laughs> I told you that, didn't I? I well, feel
0: you like... said you you kicked um, the dog, and he told me you were mean to an imaginary wife. So you go home and you imagine beating up on your wife. That's. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm a very complicated dude.
0: I can tell. But, uh, I could tell. No,
3: you just get over whatever you're feeling, you know.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I was. I was uh, you got more to say? Not really. Go
1: ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: I'm that a pretty was, shallow dude, so I, what it was? Yeah. As it
0: I got was to amazing. observe
2: both of you in in vulnerable <laughs> states, and I mean. One, we all had such a great time on set. Like it was just so fun. And even like the intense moments were intense, but we were laughing soon after that. Um, When we did some of the intense scenes with Anna and tried filming more after, like she was still shook. And we ended up not using those scenes because when she had to perform, she performed like no other, but she she was exhausted after that, I think mentally and physically. And after that same shoot, Andrew was made me buy him a big lunch. So I think
1: (laughs) that was the big Uh, thing, food. I really, I got to get some food in me and I probably slept for like 12 to 15 hours. And beyond that, just letting feelings come up as they come up and like being honest about them when I'm with somebody, especially if it's somebody I trust, if it's not somebody I feel like oversharing or sharing with i'll just say i'm just not feeling great today um and you know i i have a i feel like i have a really um i i also feel like i have a lot of really great uh pillars in my life that help me get out of myself um like i teach music and my kids my students are just so fun and so sometimes it just helps me switch my mood really quick so things like that like I Andrew just want to help you get over it, you know? Sure.
3: I just want to make a point, Rob, that yeah. me and Josh, me and Josh both asked Anna if she was comfortable in a certain scene before we shot the scene. So we're not, we're not forcing her or pressing her. Like some directors do that shit though. Yes. Um, I've, 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 I've heard, heard stories.
0: No. Um. What is it? The shining where they literally drove her insane by being so cruel <laughs> to her. And then they thought that w- that made for a greater movie. and Everyone else on Earth is like, no, that's just being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah, we, we
3: we know this may kick up some traumatic shit, Rob. Yeah, that may may have happened to us in our past. It may kick up some stuff, so we want to make it as easiest as possible. After we we finished, I would call Anna and say, "Are you okay?" And we mm-hmm. chat like that, you know, because we're friends, and yeah. you you know that's the way to be. That you got to care more about the people. Than, than the film itself. You know, okay. I know, Josh, that's a little difficult, but I'm trying to get him there, but he's doing much. I'm just kidding. He's really good with that. He's very sensitive to mm-hmm. the actors. The actor's like, nah, I ain't going to do that. Like, Anna was upset with a certain scene. She said, nah. And Josh was like, okay, okay, you know, and that was right. it. That was it, but there yeah. was no fucking arguments, no nothing.
1: From the very beginning, like, from when I read the script to, like, Post. like mm-hmm. I mean though in post Josh is like this is pretty much what it's gonna be but I was like but after that like you know before that I mean it was from just reading the script to um the song even to you know the scenes and what went in it and um mm-hmm. you know having my friend come on set and everything like Josh was always so unbelievably supportive and kind and Andrew even on set Andrew was just like I'm just like, are you okay? I'm just checking in. Like, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. Like, do you need a second? Like, everyone was just so, so kind. They gave me a lot of time if I needed it. And it was like, it, they cared about, I felt like I, I felt really taken care of, but I also felt like because of that, the project was really well taken care of, yeah, you know? Was- we, yeah. It allowed for everybody to do their job and yeah. contribute to this project in the best way everybody possibly could have.
0: Now we got a question from um, a viewer, shard of the bet, shard of the beast, um, who asks for Josh. Was it hard to do the editing when you're trying to be careful about cutting in the scenes best for the story and and being sensitive to Anna's feelings at the same time? Uh, yeah, I think uh, he may have or she uh, or they. Uh, yeah, that, have- that person.
2: Um, sorry, shard of the beast. Um, but uh, I was saying that. I I used all the scenes where Anna was overwhelmed, but when we filmed the next scene of the day, she was just exhausted and we ended up reshooting that scene at a later date and it was, I mean, it made the film. But I used all the scenes where she was overwhelmed. On camera, the more overwhelmed she was, I mean, the more heart-wrenching it is. So I kept all those
0: scenes for sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hard to miss them. (laughs)
0: Does that make you feel some kind of way to hear him talk that way? Does it what? Does it make you feel some kind of way is the phrase I get from my kids that that he said, (laughs) basically he used you like a tool and he built something really cool with that. (laughs) Well,
1: it it doesn't make me feel some type of way because I went into this consensually. I consented to this project. And like I said, like I said throughout, I felt really taken care of. And I feel like even though there's like, this <laughs> was a very graphic movie. Uh, it's an important message. And um, something that I I honestly felt honored to be a part of. So what? no, I don't, I don't feel any negative way hearing Josh okay. and things
2: like that. Do <laughs> you feel like, yeah, oh, go ahead. Um, even though I did probably talk about it fairly insensitive, wouldn't you have been somewhat hurt if you went to those dark places in your mind and it didn't end up on the film. Yeah. Like, I feel like that needs to be seen. Like, that that took some shit to get there. And, I mean, I felt the pressure even editing it to, like, really have... I mean, you definitely went to some dark places. And to make sure that came through and the impact was there was definitely something I, I took to heart.
1: Yeah, I definitely felt that. Uh, it would have been, like all for naught if it, if it hadn't been used i've been like why did i go there then <laughs> like, <Exactly. dick.
2: laughs>
1: it was just like not then i would have felt like oh he's just like masturbating to my pain and like he didn't even use it
0: <laughs> no no that was me anna that was me
1: oh, yeah. oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. right.
0: That, yeah. that was that movie you haven't been allowed to see that's a whole different thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. but but all of this brings up a- what this represents to me from what we spoke about earlier is the fact that you did that the competitive cheer where you were the top girl and like i said you were thrown like a, like a sack of wheat and your response is you ha- you have to you have to trust your team they they have to be on your side even though you know you're taking the risks they they've got to be there with you did you feel after you had done this movie that you were closer to these guys and you could trust them better because of what you had done
1: yes 100% yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel, I have like, I don't know, my heart. It's like not a a feeling you can put into words. It's a heart feeling, you know? That's how I feel about these guys. For sure. I feel closer to them.
0: So when Josh asks you to come back for the third movie, As the Devil, you have no problem. You'll be there.
1: 100%. (laughs) Yes, anytime, anytime. I love making art with Josh. And Andrew, I and I wouldn't I got, even be in this movie. Were more for Andrew. Andrew's brilliant. Listen, I got the he, impression
0: you guys really enjoyed doing this, just from the previews that the little bit that I saw. I just let you guys know, all I saw was Nameless World five minutes, and the two teasers for um, even Monsters Sleep. So I, I haven't been allowed to see the whole movie yet. I am not in the you know top echelon of clearances yet, but eventually I'm going to watch the whole thing. Um, But what I did get from what I saw was that you guys really enjoyed doing this. This was kind of fun.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. What's the message you were hoping to get out there by doing this together, by by making this movie?
3: The message is entertainment and scaring the fuck out of people. There's no message.
1: (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> Look at Anna. <laughs> yeah. she, she doesn't like that. that. <laughs> she needs a message. She doesn't well, she like gave,
0: that. She just gave me a whole speech about how important it was that the message get out there and you said, "Yeah, there's no message." <laughs> yeah, exactly. No message. That's just yeah. why I
1: love Andrew. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she was scared that was the point. I'm a happy guy. Yeah. It was
3: scary. That shit was scary. You know, but let me tell you, Rob, when you're making these yeah. kind of movies, a power this a power surges through you. Okay. to be able to use your emotions to a hundred degree uh, to excellence. There's a power that streams through you to be able mm-hmm. to, to do that on film in front of, I don't know, 10 or 12 people that are going to watch it, but not a large, <laughs> maybe a large audience, but, but just acting with an, uh, there's a power, you know? I mean, uh-huh. when she had the knife in her hand at my throat, is she really going to use it? You know, you're going moment to moment, Rob, <laughs> as an actor. You're going okay. moment to moment. And at one point, when she had the knife to my throat, I thought, is she going to actually do it? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> now I'm 100 times even scareder. Yeah. Okay. There you go, baby. Wow, Just-
0: Anna. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now i'm scared holy heck yeah hopefully.
1: uh am i frozen here i'm seeing uh my face no. hasn't moved in a while
0: no yeah, i'm good, you're good. You're good. no I, oh, I'm good. you're moving here can you see the preview with uh, we've got the preview playing for the okay teaser.
1: cool cool i didn't i wasn't sure i was like hello um i yeah uh i lost track of the question i i just I, <laughs>
0: i'm sorry
1: i was distracted by the image like by the the preview too i was like whoa um that, that's sorry. an
0: what intense was, movie who did that oh my yeah. god
1: <laughs> um what was the question i apologize
0: that's okay we've we've changed the subject about three times yeah, since I the question that you awesome. if, if you've had time to recover the question is um now see now i've forgotten <laughs> <laughs> god we can
1: all be in this together
0: (laughs) yeah you know it's one of those experiences i Mm -hmm. the question i wanted to ask you was what do you do for fun that kind of takes you away from these things other than you teach piano Mm -hmm. and you dance what what else what are the kinds of things do you do to deal with those traumatic feelings and the trauma you've had in the past just kind of gets you into a good place
1: I, I meditate and every day I journal every day I move my body in some way every day, whether it's like yoga or uh, exercise, some other uh, higher intensity exercise or dance. Um, I like to go walk in nature. Oh my gosh, sometimes I'll just roll a blanket out and I will just lay in the grass for like Mm -hmm. a half hour. Um, I I do go to therapy, highly recommend. (laughs) Um, I love my therapist. We've been seeing each other for almost two years now. Um, yeah. And I always have to make sure there's food in my, my kitchen. There's something like -hmm. for somebody who's dealt with trauma. If you're like in emotional fight or flight or survival mode, there's something about seeing food there that makes you like, that makes, that makes me register. I'm safe. I like, Mm. I'm well fed. You know, I'm gonna survive this situation, kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I would say um, there there are many things that I, many tools in my toolkit, but I would say that those are the biggest things that have, in that have helped me kind of go, you know, get get through things that are difficult.
0: Okay, Josh. One of the things that we talk about when we talk about trauma informed care, and um, one of the things I've been asked to do is talk to businesses about uh, being more trauma sensitive in business, like at work. One of the things that we tell people is uh, be more um, t- tuned to the idea of just safety. Like this is going to be a safe workplace. And one of the things that Andrew said was that you asked before I had to do these really intense scenes. Are you ready? Can you do it? You know, do we need to do something different? Was that purposeful to make sure for a, a safe background, or were you, were you looking for something else in that in that moment? Like was that part of the plan? Was I know this is going to be traumatizing. I'm going to make it safe for you. Uh yeah, I knew it was going to be traumatizing and make it safe, hundred
2: percent. Okay. I mean, Anna's well being is is way higher
0: than this film. What Mm -hmm. about my well being? She had the knife to my frigging throat. See, I saw that coming. I I absolutely saw that coming when I heard him say it. Andrew
2: told me he had six months to live, so I definitely. uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: that was also traumatizing
0: (laughs) yeah okay Andrew what do you do to other than the food when when you said there's a power in acting on film do you get that same sense of power when you're on stage doing the comedy or is that a whole different experience
3: no I get that too but uh, with film you get a you know, response later on or down the road, you know, with act with, with up comedy, you get the response right there. So actually your power could be sucked out if nobody's laughing or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that could really go either way. Theater, theater's the power there too, but you know, just, just getting in your role and immersing yourself in your role. Like, like what I said, having the thought for that moment, that second in time, Maybe Anna will actually slip my throat at this moment. Now I'm really friggin' scared. Ah. there's a little trick. You never do you, know. Do you act as that? Yeah, because look, she looks kind of friggin' nutty.
0: So <laughs> wow. That's the chemistry between you two. It's amazing. Andrew. Or that, I,
1: um I- that what was that? That fish hook? That was really sharp too.
2: Yeah. yeah i was i was gonna touch on that but even though i was very uh like cautious of everyone feeling mentally okay i totally mm-hmm. looked past that i had real knives and butcher hooks on set Were they and, real ooh, yeah they were real and did not give anyone proper warning uh yeah. there were a few close calls ooh. and i i really just wake up every day grateful that Nothing happened. Grateful um, that the fish
3: hook didn't pull my eye out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. um,
3: I'm 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 grateful. Your name is an Alec Baldwin. All right. Ouch. Okay.
2: It, no, no. It, I mean, it could have happened. Uh yeah. But thank every single minute that it didn't. And if I make another film, it will definitely uh, be be much more more attention mm-hmm. to these dangerous objects well yeah and that's
0: one of the things we when i was talking about trauma-informed care in business one of the things we talk about is that transparency that you don't hold stuff back were you purposefully not telling them that these were dangerous things on set or you know you you figured they could figure it out by touching it they knew uh, yeah they I mean they all pointed it out they were
2: like oh this is real I was like oh shit but yeah I mean I just I was getting shit okay. on Amazon I was like butcher hook sounds scary I'll, I'll get <laughs> that was really the extent of no, that, that, that works it so okay I mean okay. I I also had a lot to
0: think about with making the film you know <laughs> Well yeah you you had a lot going on there was you know yeah. directing producing logistics all this stuff happening that, that's a lot to take on for the first film project.
3: Right. But listen to this, Rob. Would listen. I have had the same reaction if the knife she was holding to my throat was unreal, was not real?
0: No. Maybe. The question no. is, what did you what did you tell yourself about that knife when it was up to your throat? That she if, may you, stab me. Right. And right. If, if you can convince yourself that that's possible, whether it was a yeah. real knife or not, you would have had the same reaction. That's the problem with um, trauma. I'm not that good an actor, Rob. No, No, but that's what... That's it's a fake f- knife. It's a fake knife. Come on, baby. Yeah. No, but if you believe you can be hurt by it, you a can have the knife? same reaction. Yeah. No, yeah, because no. it's not... The problem with trauma and the problem with the brain is that it's not about what's real. It's about what you believe. Yeah, but we're thing, acting it's, now. It's, it's less acting. about what... Yeah, but that's the problem with actors. That's why you so many of you go insane because you spend all your time Believing, not believing, is it real, is it not real? Your body doesn't know the difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally,
0: your brain is, a, is an organ inside a box with no windows, listening to the rest of your body tell it what may or may not be real, and it makes Ooh. 90% up of what it knows from scratch. Right,
3: but that, uh, that doesn't take place here because we know the knife is real rather than being
0: unreal. Right. But that, that's a shortcut. You knew it was real. You knew there was danger. You could say to yourself, yeah, right. it's dangerous. If she were to slip my throat, oh my God, she might slip my throat. It's dangerous. I'm scared.
3: Right. My body's but not going to tell me it's not real or real. I know it is real. Right. But it trauma been- does not exist in this moment,
0: the, reality, no, the, reality exists in this moment. Truly. But the traumatic experience would have been if your body had experienced. The coldness of something metal against your throat and your brain said, oh, my God, that's a knife or that's dangerous. Right. Or it reminds me of the time I had a knife or it reminds me of the time when I was cold and okay. someone did this thing to me. Because so, like I said, mm. the brain is brain is inside the box. It has no idea what's going on in the real world. Right. Well, so that could have been just as bad for you with a fake knife as a real knife. The question is, what do you do to yourself? Do you say this is dangerous? That makes it easy for me to look scared. Or you say yeah. the way to look scared is to open my eyes and open my mouth, ah, and that's good enough, mm. and you move from there, right? There's two ways to be an actor. One is to yeah, but to the look brain like is, and the other I is totally to be disagree the thing with. That. I totally disagree. Okay, well that's okay. you you can disagree with that. Yeah, that, that's but fine. I, I, I like a couple of the points. Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. I like the point that it could be traumatic if I do not know whether it's real or unreal. Then it could be traumatic. But as a, and it could also be, well, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm a logical person basically. So if I know, if I know it is unreal, it's not going to hurt me. So I'm not, you, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to have a traumatic episode.
0: Unless you believe it's real. Why would I believe you, it's real? If want, I because, know it's fake and I'm going like because this you're, with it. Because you're trying to be the world's best actor. Mm. Right. You're in the moment. You want to look good for the screen. You're being the world's best actor. You, you can convince yourself to believe anything. And if you've mm-hmm. got an incentive to believe in that moment, you can believe something pretty horrible, truly or not. Yeah.
1: I think right. that's like the method acting technique right. that you're talking about, where people exactly. like conjure, conjure experiences that really happen to them so that they are believable right. in the moment whenever it happens on a set. Um, and it could be re-traumatizing because you're conjuring up that real trauma and the brain doesn't know the difference between that trauma that happened and what's happening on set, which isn't real. Um, so I, I I get what you're saying. I think, and you're right. There have been actors that have gone completely off their, off their horse because of, of method of, of acting, uh, in that way.
0: Yeah. The clinical term is bug nuts. They went completely bug Bug nuts. nuts.
1: Bug nuts. I'll remember that next yeah, time yeah
0: it's yeah it's a clinical term your, your therapist will remember it
1: okay yeah i'll bring yeah.
0: it up to her tomorrow Andrew all this brings up another question that related to you specifically though you told these guys that you had six months to live did you actually have some sort of physical physical issue to I worry didn't about? tell them I
3: had six months to live
0: that's what I heard them say you said no I didn't say that. no did I say okay. that to you josh uh you had some
2: doctor's appointments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not the
0: same thing. <laughs> it, I, yeah, li- I had literally, we have we have questions from from shard of the beast asking, "Did you have a tumor? Oh, Are you okay?" I had so, prostate cancer. Yeah. Okay, and you had to deal with that during the the filming.
3: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I thought I thought Anna was a doctor and she was going to cut the, the tumors out. <laughs> With the big uh, fish hook that, that Josh nicely lent her. Yeah.
0: More dreaming. More dreaming. Okay. I did
1: have a nursing coat in the in one. She scene. did. She so. had a nursing
0: coat. Ooh. It that was hot. Yeah. So, was hot. Yeah. Not not that kind of
1: movie.
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm being traumatized right now. Yeah. yeah well, you have to work working at it pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, normally I would say you're being therapated, but I've been going a different direction with it completely, so, you know. But do you think, let me ask you, well, I'm yeah. sorry, i nope. turn it. Ask, ask me anything you want, Andrew, I'm, I'm an open book for you, man.
3: Now, the short, short of the beast or whatever, do you think yeah. somebody could actually go insane or lose grip with reality doing a horror film or something of such magnitude? Could that happen? Absolutely.
1: Didn't Heath Ledger die after he played the Joker?
0: No, he died from drugs, but... uh, Yeah, but the question is, why was he taking so many drugs at that moment? Why?
3: I don't know the answer.
0: Neither do we, but it's entirely possible that it was from the experience of having done the movie. Possible. That is a... a So how do you stop that from happening? You take care of yourself in the way that any kind of a trauma victim or person who deals with trauma victims has to take care of themselves. Yes. Like Josh, I didn't ask you when you were done filming this extremely intense scene with these guys, and you know, you still have all the logistics going on. How did you deal with having witnessed that? How did you uh, get over I, that?
2: I was just relieved that everyone was seemed okay and we everyone did a hell of a job. I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I really just had, I never know how filming is going to
0: go. Um, and I was just relieved. <laughs> So you concentrated on the logistics of what happened <coughs> rather than, rather than the story, the two of them told. Yeah. And I, I think
2: that was kind of a point that I mentioned that I'm, I'm, I can empathize and I'm good at creating stories mm-hmm. and characters, but I'm not mm-hmm. great at totally like becoming that character. And that right. Anna and I have had a lot of conversations about that. And she is incredible at making that character and building that into herself. And, that's mm-hmm. what I needed someone to do. That's what the film needed, um, but I—it's hard for me to get as deep as Anna <laughs> went. <laughs> that acting. Yeah, she was great. She was. I mean, I mean, I don't think
0: many people can go there. Um, no, 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 no. That's real talent. I I agree with that, and it's yeah, one of those yeah. things that. That's
3: fearless. That's fearless.
0: That's that fearlessness. That's that. Yeah. Uh, top girl in the cheer squad being, <laughs> saying, "Yeah, you." I, I can go to the top of that pyramid and if I mm-hmm. fall, you'll catch me. I'll trust you. And that's, it's, it's great that you could bring that to the scene, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you're the one that's going to suffer the pain if he drops you on your ankle.
1: Yeah. And, you, and then you, you have get to kind of be prepared for it again. That. Yeah. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you get back up and try it again because you love it.
0: Right. And in exactly like that, Andrew, when you go yeah. through experiences that are that hard hitting, Eventually, the ankle doesn't heal. Eventually, you, you break it often enough, you're done. And you're, you're done with being a cheerleader. Well, the same happens to actors. There, there are times when they have to walk away because it does drive them insane. There's only so much re-experiencing that pain for someone else's benefit you can do until it really doesn't leave. And you have to do other things. You have to have other outlets. You have to, you know, how many actors are, are now farmers? How many actors paint? You need other outlets, and that's you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I during
1: during a really significant off period, I actually like to go and volunteer work, to work on farms. I love it; yeah. it's not all therapeutic. therapeutic.
0: Yeah, get, get your hands in the dirt, play with animals. Yeah, it's yeah. all that you, all that you kind you of stuff. Do
1: you see my apartment? <laughs> <Like, Yeah.
0: laughs> wow, well, that's some scary yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need that. It's that's part of the part of what it takes to. Feel like you're connected to the earth in a way you can feel healed. I like to play with the Christmas tree, and I would too. That's a really cool Christmas tree. I, I I'm with you. Yeah, guys, I'm going to have to wrap it up. I'm, I'm getting signals from off screen here that I have to finish. It's been a real pleasure talking with all three of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. uh, And for anybody who's watching, these folks are dealing with. Papa Cherry is the main character of a movie trio, starting with Nameless World. Then one that's coming out next is Even Monsters Sleep, and we will hear the title of the third one when it is ready. Anna, Cooper J., Andrew, thank you very much. I really appreciate you talking with us. Thank you, Rob. Uh, Thanks so much,
1: Rob, for having us.
0: Oh, it was fun.
3: Uh, Maybe we'll do it again. I'm going to call my therapist now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have time on Thursday afternoon if you need. Yeah. Okay. I'll see.